silenced. Isa had no companion on the walk to school, no one to accompany her on errands, no one with whom to share her knowledge. Now there was this huge gap between Isa and her much younger sisters. She felt dreadfully alone with her pain. Her parents were stricken by their own grief, and Margaret and Chrissy didn't understand. Suddenly she didn't want to go home. There was no comfort there. Yet her feet had brought her automatically to Sunnyside Road. She saw their neighbour, Mrs. MacLeod, heading back to her own house. Jessie had been in, attending to Mary, persuading her to take a sup of porridge and a few sips of tea. The wee ones were down, having a nap, and Mary was dozing herself, so Jessie was checking her own home briefly. She turned onto her path, looked up, and smiled quietly to Isa. When she saw the state the girl was in, she put out her arms. Isa ran to her and flung herself on Jessie's shoulder. Jessie wrapped her arms around the girl's shaking body and held her tight. She stroked the auburn head and gently spoke reassurance over her like an incantation. There, there, lass. Let it out. There's nothing to be ashamed o. It's all right. I'm here. Come in with me for a bit. Still holding her close, she brought her into the living room and led her to the beaten brown sofa. They sat together, Isa with her head on Jessie's lap, her arms tightly around her waist, Jessie calmly stroking her hair. When her sobs had quieted, Jessie offered her handkerchief and Isa wiped her eyes and nose. New lass, she said, you've been dealt a hard blow. You're the only young one who realises the twa losses to your family. It hurts, but that's life. Eliza's no the first to die on the line, and your mother's no the first to lose a bairn afore it's born. She'll be relying on ye even mere noo. It'll be tough for her the next while, and your father'll hate to be at his work. I'll be in by to help as much as I can, but I have my ainions to see to but you can be a great help to your family. You can do a bit cooking and cleaning till your mother's on her feet again, and it'll help you too. Work helps. It takes our minds off the pain. Gies us some it today. Margaret and Chrissy will help you all as well. They need to be loved and cared for. You can't just gee into your grief and forget about them. Jessie was heartbroken for the girl in her arms, but she knew what she was proposing was the best remedy. When her mother had died suddenly, her grieving was put into perspective by the needs of her own young family. They still needed fed and walked to the school. Her husband still needed a meal on the table when he came home. She knew from experience how sorrow makes us selfish, but the living call us back to the daily tasks that in the end can save us and show us a way out of the fog of grief. No. Here's what we'll do. We'll a walk back to the house and mak some broth for the dinner. I was fetching a leek to mak tatty soup. That was I, your mother's favourite. I'm relying on you to help me. Isa raised her eyes to Mrs. MacLeod's face. For the first time, the grip on her chest seemed quieter. Some of the tension had found release. She was so grateful to this warm, maternal woman who had understood her need to be comforted and had generously met it. She stood up on wobbly legs, took a deep breath, 
and set off home with Jessie's arm on her shoulder, determined to be of use. The day of Eliza's funeral was bright and warm, but inside the house, behind the drawn blinds, Isa felt shrouded in a dark, cold mist. She shivered in her black dress and stockings as she slipped on the black armband. Eliza's body had lain in the coffin in the bedroom she, Margaret, and Isa had shared, and so all the girls had been sleeping in the kitchen with their parents. It bothered Isa that her lovely sister lay in that awful wooden box. She could not bear to think about the terrible crushed body hidden from view under the shroud, but forever ingrained in Isa's memory. It was the first thing she saw when she woke, and the last thing she remembered before sleep. Her sister's pale face looked at rest above the white sheet, her glorious...